0: Good morning and welcome to WPPA Sports Saturday. On this Saturday, the 8th of February. And of course, we've got to thank our fine benefactors, none bigger than CACL Financial. 1800 West Market Street in the city of Pottsville. Always open online at CACLFCU.org. Go to the number one lending institution for the past five consecutive years it's because you won't find a better fiduciary relationship anywhere. Also, don't forget BG's Value Markets with four convenient locations to serve you better in Pine Grove, Millersburg, Jonestown, and Minersville, aisles upon aisles. And if you're getting ready for Speed Weeks at Daytona or just some good old-fashioned sitting around this weekend, don't forget the meat selection at BG's is so fine that if it was any fresher, you'd have to slap it. Also, Gears Dairy, Schuylkill County's oldest full-service family-owned dairy along the Tumbling Run Road in Pottsville. From whole milk to skin milk, a complete line of dairy products, and also iced tea products. JP is enjoying the diet green tea today. as he's getting refreshed and ready to do some basketball this afternoon because Mother Nature was so nice for the regular season finale that she decided to participate in canceling everything last <laughs> night and moving people's senior recognitions and
1: such to today at some point. And we've been lucky pretty much this mm-hmm. year, but all of a sudden, right, as teams are getting ready for districts and all kind of uh, league play, and all of a sudden we get thrown a curveball. But in the big picture of life, we didn't have a year where you were playing five or six games in eight days. So... Ready, a lot of postponements, a lot of things yes. going on.
0: And you have the complete list of what's happening today now, John, right in front of you
1: there. Well, everything was switched. Uh, of course, the diving championships were, that were supposed to take place yesterday mm-hmm. have been moved to Monday at 4 p.m. at North Schuylkill. The swimming will be today at the Ned Hamford Pit. The Natatorium. The, the Natatorium. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ned can't even spell it, so don't, you know, don't go there. Eleven o'clock today, that starts. But as far as other postponements today, Blue Mountain at Pine Grove at one thirty, Lee Heighten at Pottsville at one thirty. Chaz and I will join you there. Marionette Nat Nativity at one thirty. We're going to send two Catholic guys up there for T one o two to take care of that game. They'll be on the air at one thirty. Nordskoukel at Jim. Thorpe, Minersville at Schuylkill Haven at 2.30. PV at Tamaqua at 7 p.m. Shenandoah Valley at Weatherly. 7.30 non-league boys. Tri-Valley, you'll be at Notre Dame Green Pond. Non-league girls, Line Mountain at Williams Valley. 2.30 Notre Dame at Weatherly. Uh, Joey, that's not your Notre Dame. That's a high school Notre Dame, just so you know. Uh, That's at 1 p.m. Uh, Nativity at Mount Carmel Girls. Varsity only at 1 p.m. Tamaqua at Tri-Valley at 7.15. Tonight, PIAA Wrestling Hamburg, which is still in it in the consolation in wrestling. They will be against Burrell at 9 a.m. this morning, off and running. So a lot of postponements makes for a very busy day and a very busy week next week as we'll also start those league playoffs for basketball for the Schuylkill League. And, John,
0: we also have Penn State basketball today on WPPA with a 3.30 airtime, a four o'clock tip as the 22nd ranked Nittany Lions host the Minnesota Golden Gophers. So a lot going on and uh, it's gonna be amazing how today moves around for some people.
1: It will be, and uh, before we get started with a lot of other stuff, I wanna give a big shout out to the williams valley archery team state champs in archery this year and madison shut was the top female archer in the state of pennsylvania 284 out mm-hmm. of 300. 284 out of 300. And That's that young lady is a wonder. well yeah and you look at it let's go back to denny casper when we talked to her to, or to denny Uh, about the kids at Williams Valley. This is a girl, she's archery, she's also softball and volleyball. And Denny Casper talked about how in a smaller school, the coaches really mesh and kids play two, three, four sports because of their size. And this is just incredible. Uh, Head coach, Blair Boyer, his assistant, Michael Miller. So congratulations another state champion at mm-hmm. Williams Valley wonderful news
0: and you know we were uh, interrupted here this morning look at these guys get the game today and now they're breaking in on the program
1: yeah we have uh,
0: mr. Two- Miyagi Bernie Forgotch with us and Joey Shimo <laughs> gentlemen the microphone is over there we expect yeah. full participation here
1: well today it'll be Pope Joey and Pope Bernie oh Bernie he's, he's, he better say <laughs> a couple extras this today. <clears throat> Hey, we all well, go to the same church. It's here, buddy. Come on, <laughs> come on.
2: Uh, I'll yield to my superiors on that comment. Joe, you have anything? <laughs> I, I always defer to you, Bernie. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're third and fourth in line today. Well, you know, let, let's
0: talk about it, though, Bernie and Joe. You guys have seen an awful lot of basketball traveling around with the T one hundred two broadcast schedule this season, and uh, we're shaping up for the schuylkill League tournament, where we're all very excited for that to get here but uh boy your game today has humongous implications on who's actually going to be there because should nativity defeat marion today on their home floor it's going to force a playoff game for monday at minersville and if marion wins they outright win and uh boy it's uh, it's it's interesting when it's all hanging there in the balance isn't it it's a fun time to be a, be alive if you're a basketball fan
2: well, that's the only game today that really has consequences. And, boy, Nativity yeah. went down by about 20 to Marion in the first time they met up. But that was at Marion. And I think, saw Nativity the other night, I think they're on a 10-game a winning streak. So it should be, I'm expecting it to be a pretty good game.
1: Yeah, and now both those teams, of course, still competing for position in district play. I mean, they both want to get in to the league play. And, of course, who's waiting for them? pottsville's waiting for them uh in the league playoffs but they they're still jockeying around for position nativity goes into this game ranked number one in class a and marion is four in double a so they they want to cement those positions but boy it doesn't get any better than this when it comes down to the last game of the regular season and of course as you said bernie nativity's Nativity's on a streak and a little bit different teams. Marion's going to maybe put 70 on the board uh, at any given time. Nativity, more a little bit of a control game. So what do you guys see? You guys have seen both of these teams. Uh, what do you see as a big factor there?
3: Well, I, I, we talked to before. We've seen Nativity this, this week up at Monoy when they played. And they really picked up their defensive intensity the last couple games. Now, I mean, they're putting points on the board. Now they're holding teams maybe under 30, under 40. Yeah, that could be a big thing. And I said, even with Marion today, I think Fritz is going to get his points. You know, somebody else is going to step up, you know, maybe get them a double-digit score, maybe not running plays, but maybe just doing the dirty work, grabbing a couple of rebounds here, putbacks, you know, something like that, just to give them a little bit of help.
1: Yeah, you bring up a good point with that Marion squad. They have three kids who average in double figures. Nativity has two. But on any given night that fourth guy uh logan fritz can get into double figures anytime also and usually from long range
2: well i think the interesting thing is what Chim said nativity apparently is playing defense i know they had williams valley on tuesday they shut out Williams Valley in the first quarter, and it took them like a quarter and a half to get any points. So that's got to open your eyes. And as Shim said, I think Nativity's now playing a defense that'll keep them in that game. Uh, in that Williams Valley game, the two big kids for Nativity, Ratcliffe and Hertz, scored 31 out of a possible 49 points. And I think that's an advantage they can use today, the, the size they've got with Hertz and and Ratcliffe both being about 6'6". So that'll be interesting how Marion handles that.
1: Yeah, and it's interesting when you when you talk about Nativity stepping up their defense. You, anybody who has heard us knows I believe that is the key to moving on in playoffs and so on. And when you look at the teams that are qualified or may qualify depending on today, Pottsville giving up only 42 points a game, Tamakwa 49. Marion now gives up more points. They're giving up about 56 points a game, but they're also cashing in almost 70. Nativity is down to just giving up 51 points a game, and about 10 games ago, they were in the very high 50s. They've really stepped up, and Schuylkill aven only given up 51 points a game. So uh, when you look at this kind of stuff, you understand that when crunch time comes, defense usually takes you to, to the... Uh, championship and taking home the gold
2: well i think it's going to be interesting too uh haven i think is one of the most interesting teams to watch and i think that haven tomorrow game is going to be a fun one to watch uh well wednesday i guess it is Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. that'll be the first game of the doubleheader and that that could be an interesting game and and we had haven a couple times and it's a a fun team to watch uh Pottsville, I think, may have gone the other route. It seemed at the beginning of the year, they're playing their usual excellent defense, but not scoring a whole lot of points. But now, it seems they're putting points up in bunches, and what did Barnes have, 40-some that one game? Mm, 43.
0: 43-32, which (coughs) came in the second half. Wow. So, uh, when you take a look at uh, the the makeup, yeah, Pottsville's had its ebbs and flows. I think it took some time for some... uh, Young men to uh, get acclimated to the hardwood instead of the uh, turf surfaces of the region. And, uh, yeah, I mean, the boys tournament is going to be a, a very interesting plot. And the bigger plot is what happens today leading into that. I mean, should Schuylkill Haven lose to Minersville, which a lot of people are saying but probably won't happen. Minersville not having the best of seasons on the boys side of things. And uh, if, if Minersville can get up on uh, Haven today that flip-flops the matchups where haven then moves to play Pottsville and either marion or nativity will move to play Tamaqua so it's uh, interesting how wednesday still has to take a little form to uh, get things done
2: yeah i guess haven's only lost in the league so far is to marion uh they played marion twice and lost both of them but one of them was <laughs> the league game and uh that could have some implications as you said but uh Again, that miners will game having just got a whole lot of weapons that I think miners will kind of have trouble defending that.
1: Yeah, you bring up a good point. Uh, Schuylkill Haven has three kids in double figures this year. That's very tough to defend. I don't care what level you're playing one A, double A, triple AA, A, or next year nine A, twelve A, fifteen A. If the P I double A changes the rules again, but uh, you know, you you look at these things and they do They're very balanced attack and. I think they've been overlooked because they do play pretty good defense down there at Google Avenue. You see all the write-ups about the number of points and the triples they're throwing in. They're doing a heck of a job defensively, and that's no surprise for a Murphy coach team.
2: Yeah, Fran Murphy is one of my favorite coaches in the league, and he just works and works and works, and he has the kids playing really well. Uh, We did the Haven Nativity game, and I was really impressed with the defense that Haven played against Nativity that night. Uh, What's the big, well, not the big kid, the biggest kid, Carter, is it? Mm-hmm. for Schuylkill and he just played so tough on those 6'6 six, six kids, and, and I was really impressed. And, and I think they have four kids who can score. Uh, the Higgins kid is a great banger, and he's really giving them some bulk. But, wow, I was just so impressed with Carter banging against those big kids that night. You know, Bernie,
0: we would be remiss not to talk Tuesday night when uh, you and uh, the good doctor will have the girls semifinals uh, the games, all games next week will be simulcast here on WPPA and T-102. But uh, what a feel that is. Your
2: super-duper lady
0: bear squaring off against North Skookle in game one and then Jim Thorpe, Minersville. And we'll have Jared Homa on the program in a little bit to talk about that Batland Miner ball club over there and the girls' side of things. But, boy, it's an interesting Tuesday night as well. And people think you get upset when I do that. Super-duper. I keep trying to tell them imitation is the most severest form of flattery, right? <laughs> it's just (laughs) severest form (laughs) or sincerest form i heard severest
1: he meant severest don't let the guy fool you i
2: I think so too
0: (laughs) i meant sincerest but i mean think about that matchup i mean north coming off a a, a defeat of jim thorpe which no one thought would happen in the schuylkill league and monoy area has been uh, scoring points but boy are they really dictated by the defense
2: Well, I think both things are true. I mean, Jim Thorpe, how can you not notice that? One league loss in two seasons, and the second loss of the year, the first one was an exhibition one. But uh, I think that's going to be a really fun game to watch. Jim and I were talking, and... Ah, Chazza, you're too young to remember the old KFC tournament. No, I'm not. I no. tried to sneak a compliment no, 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 in there. No, 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 sir. No, sir. Belly and I want to bring that back. Oh, all right. We're on that uh, bandwagon. <laughs> but it was great uh, watching those games go at it every year. And I don't know. Shim and I were talking. It's been a while since North Kukul and Monoy played. And, and back when North Schuylkill was ruling the roost in girls basketball. And those games were fantastic. Monte area, that three state championships in there, North Schuylkill. Still one of my biggest thrills. Uh, we did that uh, North Schuylkill Girls champ State Championship game. So I'm really looking forward to that game. In uh, the second game, I, I, I don't know Not many people give a minors a whole lot of chance. But that first game, I think, should be a dandy. You know,
0: you just made JP get a little bit of tremors when you said back when North Schuylkill was ruling the roots. Because he was on the receiving end of a lot of hind parts kicking from North Schuylkill. I, everyone, uh,
1: yeah, yeah. I, did I pick it? Well, I... I I was coaching when Marion was winning state championships. Nativity, North Schuylkill, Monite Area, uh, Schuylkill Haven, and we played them all. And they they helped me get into the broadcasting field <laughs> very very quickly. I uh, yeah yeah that that was great times. But but you're right that that is quite a matchup with North Schuylkill and Monarch Area, and there's some local pride there also. The Jim Thorpe Miners old game, and we're going to talk to to jared but all season long i've been talking about how minersville has done such a tremendous job nobody at the beginning of the season was picking the battle mining miners girls and jared has done a great job and again it's that kind of team like three of the four teams in the playoffs extremely young teams and he has uh a very young group of kids that have picked it up this year. And uh, that, that'll that be an interesting game also because the Battle of Miners play some darn good defense, too. They're only giving up 41. But how about Monoy? Just 34 points a game for Monoy area. And as Chaz and I got to follow them in the last two years, that seems to be a trademark of the Sheeler clo- coach club now keeping people from scoring.
2: Well... Monoy has that that up-tempo defense. I mean, they like to pick you up full court and pressure you into making turnovers, and they're doing a good job of it. They have a bunch of athletes that are, are very good at that and i got to stress that, a bunch of athletes that are very good at playing that kind of game. They don't have any big kids but they have a bunch of kids who can run around, play great day and now they're finding some kids who in addition to their usual scores are putting some points up. Uh, Lawrence and Carmonic have been carrying the scoring load but now the McGurdy Girl is starting to score some and Clark is starting to score some. So it's, it's kind of interesting how Monoy is spreading the points around and maybe if you look at some of the kids who you're used to scoring or scoring a little bit less but it's being made up for by other kids so if they continue to play the d they're capable of which i'm sure they will under coach sheeler that could be a great game last year jim thorpe and Monoy in the final was a fantastic game i think a two-point game mm-hmm. and if they match mm-hmm. up again we'll see but uh north school again you got to keep in mind that they beat jim thorpe so i don't know who's going to win that first game
0: bernie you've uh been in the auspices of a program with Tom Sheeler, as far as coaching goes, you were in a program, Tom Sheeler was in that same program, then moved over to coach the girls. Do you see a lot of those same tenants from the Mickey Holland era in now the girls program that uh, you're used to teaching as the sensei
1: at uh, Mono area? okay he was hitting himself nobody nobody hit bernie oh dear nobody hit bernie he's doing his own head bopping
2: dear 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 well absolutely number one the emphasis on defense and and that was always a, a strong point under coach holland and and tom sheeler has certainly carried that over uh team offense everybody gets involved they move the ball around and and kind of changing things to fit your, your players uh, last year he had the big girl cabana so they utilized that a little bit more this year without the big kid they're playing a little bit differently but a lot of motion offense and great defense and and another thing commitment to the program i mean showing up when you have to show up playing hard all the time and things like that so those are always the case under mickey and and still true under tom
0: you know, when you take a look at North Google it seems like it's going to be a very similar strategy defensively. North Schuylkill likes to pick you up in the full court. They like to run. They like to get transition buckets. Um, again, they're another youthful club that's uh, coming into the fold here. I mean, there's a young lady, Cameron Mengel, who seemed to have set the league on fire a little bit here early. Now, the Lady Spartans have Maya Wetzel back in the fold, scoring some points. And uh, also, uh, the Wagner young lady, Sarah Wagner. And it seems like, john these teams are mirror images scoring wise i would think
1: very similar and you, you know what's neat and bernie referenced it a little bit ago every team always has a leading scorer that that's natural some teams have two team or two guys or two girls in double figures but what we've seen all year and what bernie referenced a minute ago it's it's that supporting cast often that comes up with the big game. And let's talk boys, the Higgins kid down at Schuylkill Haven. He's not averaging in double figures. Three of their players are. But he comes up with that big game once in a while. But they're those steady kids that are going to get you five, six rebounds a game, maybe give you seven, eight points a game, and they're going to play great defense. And they're the people that very often are the reason that you move on. Because, and what do you take uh, a Tamak or a Gregoire and And uh, Knobloch, it's Stauffenberg sometimes, it's Polatino at other times, it's that other kid, and it's the commitment to the program to do your job when you're in the game, and they're, again, usually the teams that move on.
0: Bernie, how much do you think Edward is going to be able to keep up with a game like that where you have two teams pressing each other every possession, headed the opposite direction, quicker than a hiccup? How do you think Edward's going to hold up to that type of environment in game number one on Tuesday?
2: He can handle it. I'm certain he can handle it. And uh, I just said, I think that's what's going to play out. It'll be interesting what happens when each team breaks the other team's full-court defense and what they do in the half-court defense. And uh, as I said, there's just so many similarities, as you said. Uh, mirror image almost, but... Uh, Wow, hard to pick the the favorite in that game, but I'm really looking forward to seeing it play out. Uh, Hopefully foul trouble won't become a a key factor in that game.
1: Yeah, and when you look at playoffs, let's go back to the last time on our area boys beat the Crimson Tide. That was a defensive game there at Martell a couple years ago, and and that's what it's all about. I mean, I, I think coaches understand you got to shut down these big shooters. And there are a lot of big shooters out there in the girls' playoffs. I mean, you look at North Schuylkill has uh, Maya Wetzel, almost 40. She has 39 triples. Uh, Jim Thorpe Hurley has 38. L- listen to these numbers, though. Krasnowski from Minersville, 69 triples. The big name there, Adams, just moved up, 56 triples. Cormonica, of course, Forty-two and Clark thirty-nine for Monoy. So, if you let them alone somewhere on the perimeter, and a lot of these kids have now learned the step back, which many teams didn't have for years, they they get to the line, they can step back, get away from a defender, and they kill it from distance.
3: Well, that's the thing, though, too, DJV. You're seeing a lot of things like with social media, YouTube. The kids are picking more things up. Yeah, you know, just watching their favorite NBA player, their WNBA player, yeah, you know, and there, there's a lot of things too. The guys that are doing those moves are showing the kids how to do them on those videos. So you're you're learning things in other ways. Yeah,
1: and they allow a lot of uh, for the offensive player that they didn't let go years ago in making that bump and getting separation years ago back when 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 Bernie was floating down the Nile. <laughs> Uh, and they found him. Ooh, but shot, anyway, I think. I think that's a they, uh, In the old days, if you came in and you kind of leaned in to get separation boom they were going the other way they let that go now and a lot of kids have perfected it to get away with it bernie
0: wasn't going down the nile he was at the Yangtze river with that goatee and mr miyagi look alike it was the Yangtze river
2: <laughs> right bernie I, I don't know <laughs> i'm still just thinking about that one. i have no comment no follow up <laughs>
0: on that one. I, respect <laughs> <laughs> I respect
1: my elders i respect my elders
0: but uh, you know it'll be it'll be an interesting week next week i don't think I don't think it would be fair for anybody to say there's a clear-cut favorite in either the boys or girls right now with the way this
1: these fields are shaping up. No, and that Nord game sent a message to the rest of the league. It did. Jim Thorpe can be beaten. That's what, a, what has to be in the back of your mind. It can't be, this is a mountain too tall to climb. You look around and say, all right, let's look and see what Nord did. I'm sure they all have tapes already, and they're looking at what the difference was in that ball game. Now, North Schuylkill shot the eyes out of it, but Rich Wetzel told us he thought they could have beaten Thorpe the first time mm-hmm. if they would have shot the ball a little bit better. So uh, high-intensity games at March. Don't miss any of these games if you can help it in person. But, Chaz mentioned, all of them will be simulcast. So you could be anywhere on Tuesday and Wednesday and tune into these big playoff games.
0: Bernie, what's your thoughts into this? You think there's a clear-cut favorite in either the girls or the boys?
2: I think Pottsville in the boys is a clear-cut favorite. Always playing that trademark defense, so that's a big advantage. It's at Mart's Hall, and that's a big advantage. And and lastly, as we said earlier, they're putting a, a ton of points up recently. Mm-hmm. So I, I've all the... the eight teams left in the girls and the boys i think pottsville would have to be the, the betting favorite the biggest one uh the girls it would have been jim thorpe but but north school opened eyes so i agree with you there i'm not sure who to go with in in the girls so i'm gonna pottsville as as the only clear-cut favorite in my opinion so bernie you bring up a very uh
0: I, I, I wouldn't say argument. Argumentative. You, 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 you say sure that Pottsville has the clear-cut favorite because it's at Hall.
2: One of the reasons.
0: One of the reasons. But, however, with that being said, is there anywhere else you would think the Schuylkill League games should go in order to avoid that argument?
2: Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Hall is Hall. Everybody wants to be at Hall and, and play the games there. You know it's waiting for you at the end of the season if you're good enough to get there. So I, definitely the place to play those playoff games, no matter who's in it.
1: Well, I know it was interesting. Years ago, back in the day, when Mount Carmel and Shemokin were in the Schuylkill League, there was some talk years ago that they would flip-flop it. One year have it up at Shimokan, which has a very big gym and a nice gym, and then the next year at Martz. But once they walked away and went to the Heartland Conference, the Heartland League, whatever they call it, that took that out of the equation. And all you have to do is look at the Patsy Republican pictures of Martz Hall during these playoffs to realize there is no other place that this could be held.
0: Indeed. I mean, I can remember back in the day as a a young man in a cheering section looking to my left or right and seeing a single camera and a man perched just (laughs) like this in the stands, sometimes had his hand moving the camera while he was calling the game alone on some occasions and that's where the phrase the super duper lady bears was coined because you'd go home and you'd rush to watch the replays on service electric because i was so graced to hear this fine man calling
2: those games bernie those are the days boy those were the days (laughs) i thoroughly enjoyed those games Chancy, what was the name of that guy that used to dive and slide in front of the, the scoring or the rooting section at North Skooko? Oh, Marcus. Marcus! Marcus yes. Peel, yeah. That was fun to watch. And, oh, man, kids were so into those games. And, and grandparents and parents used to talk about it. It was really, really a fun time. And uh, sad to see it go, but we've got the radio right. now. Well, listen,
0: I'm hoping that the rooting interest and the kids show up next week at Mart's because that oh. brings the place to life. It truly does when you have both ends filled with uh, kids just uh, hooting and hollering and having a good time, keeping things correct and having a good time not like some of the things we saw the fracases break out a couple of years ago but you know that that's what makes the whole scene at mort's when you have cheering sections into it the kids are having fun everything's electric and and it pulsates pulsates right up to us in the broadcast booth
1: well it does the other night we were at north Schuylkill and we were right among the cheering section at north Schuylkill and Jake Green uh, made a big deal about making me look like I was like one of the (laughs) little guys from The Wizard of Oz by standing next to me all the time. But I ended up with the war paint on my face. The kids were (laughs) into it, Uh, (laughs) all darkened up under the eyes. But it it is. It's fun to see that part of it. And even those guys looked at me at one point because they knew what they were yelling was going out in the radio. And they said, are we okay, JP? Are we okay? They made sure they didn't take it over the edge. And uh, that's an exciting part. And I got to tell you, all of the schools coming to Mart's Hall have a great cheering sections. So I'm looking forward to that part.
2: Yeah, I I'd get a kick out of the costumes they come up with, yeah. and, and sometimes a chance. I mean, uh, as long as they're... Appropriate. <laughs> yeah, appropriate yeah. is a good word. Yeah. But yes. uh, it's fun. And no it's, gorilla suits. I, uh, well, it's kind of disappointing when, when you see a, a really small student section behind the baskets there. But I agree with John. I, I hope they show up.
0: Well, Joey, our last question here this morning. Are you ready for your big debut in the booth? This afternoon, up atop Lawton's Hill, working with the sensei. I,
3: I I think so. I I I learned from you guys all through through football season, keeping an eye on you guys, picking little things up here or there. The good things, the good things, all good <laughs> things. And I said I used to do the TV games with Bernie, so. It, it, not going to be a big big change well we're looking forward
1: to seeing you two guys on the kiss cam up there uh, nativity has a kiss cam so <laughs>
2: don't be looking forward to that john it ain't gonna happen <laughs> hey,
3: do you know what though You are bringing up the the mart's hall thing before and, and the old service electric days you know that the guy in the in the studio with us now I think was the first guy that coined the phrase the Mecca on one of those broadcasts mr. Bernie Forgotch, first guy I think named Mart's Hall the Mecca Wow well, to be honest, I can still remember that
2: and and thinking to myself, should I say this? I, I don't want to be disrespectful or anything like that. But then there was another arena, I think in Milwaukee, that went by the name of the Mecca. So I figured if that's okay, it's okay to say that. And... uh so, so so so
0: far the, it hasn't been any negatives so so the meaning behind it is it's the pilgrimage every basketball program wants to make in february and march is to play at mart's hall correct
2: that's exactly right and not just this league and this county it's in the entire eastern part of pennsylvania from
1: the history teacher you
3: know what i was going to say and religion
1: before.
3: even I, I, as a kid <laughs> you growing up i, I played basketball monoy that was always the goal yo we got to get to mart's hall you know, whether it was a league playoffs, a district play, or even if it was a playoff game for a division or anything mm-hmm. like you had to get the You know, and, it, and it's great to see, even like doing these games next week, it'll be, yeah, you know, like you said, the girls of Monoy, North Schuylkill, Jim Thorpe, Miners, all the boys. You'll, you'll see kids here from Weatherly. You'll see kids here from Panther Valley. They have nothing to do with it but are just coming to watch the games. Because I said, I'll, I'll put our league up against any league in this state, you know, as far as talent-wise – Boys, girls, we'll pick an all-star team. We'll, we'll come play. That's the attitude of Schuylkill County kids. Yo, they're tough-minded. Give me five kids, throw a ball out, we'll go play. You wanna play in a court, some uh, outside court somewhere, a place at Mark's Hall, play in North Schuylkill, at Monty, let's just go play. And and I said, that's the the attitude of people here. You know, it's I'll put this county up against anywhere in the state at any time. Hey,
1: wow. pick the best five in the... <laughs> in the county it'd be a charter school then but that's another <laughs> yeah, but conversation you, you, know, know, you know what i'm saying come though, on.
3: it's, it's one of those things though is you know you want to take our our kids against any anywhere else i said i'll put our kids up against anybody
0: yeah and you're right joey and you know that's a very fine observation and there's nowhere that i can go past that because you hit the nail right in the head
3: yeah and i remember
1: the end of the the game last year archbishop wood uh and pottsville how the archbishop wood kids came over to the pottsville kids after the game and said they had never gone up a team against a team that played defense like pottsville and pottsville was in that game right up to the end so joey you're right but let's get them all together and you and i'll go coach somewhere
3: all right well,
1: if that happens. you guys remember,
2: John, you probably remember back when I used to have those aluminum bleachers Absolutely. on the top level at Mart's and March. they were filled and people were standing behind them.
1: That's correct. And that was for roller derby.
2: Mm, uh, Biggest I crowd.
1: That. Yeah. Well, I'm a little older than you.
2: Uh, the basketball was just uh, <laughs> fantastic.
0: Indeed. Well, fellas, we want to thank you guys for checking in here this morning. Get Joey a little warm up. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, get ready to go we got to take a break we're going to talk to jared homa the head coach of the Batland miners girls schuylkill league bound it's around the corner here on am 1360 106 fm wpparadio.com and don't forget you can always pick us up on the podcast at apple google spotify or our host anchor.fm
4: WPPA's Polka Time, Sundays, 1 till 3 p.m. Hi, Paul Congress inviting you to tune in to the widest variety of the newest and best polkas here on WPPA. We'll be coming your way right up to the start of Phillies baseball. So set your dial to 1360 WPPA, 106 FM, or on the web, WPPAradio.com. Let's make it a date. If you're a business owner, you know that keeping track of your finances is a daily challenge. Make your banking as easy as it can be at CACL Financial. CACL Financial is the convenient, cost-effective, and friendly place to do your business banking. If you're in a business that's located in or does business in Schuylkill County, become a member today. What makes a business banking relationship with CACL Financial better for you? We have business deposit accounts, free checking, and no maintenance fees and no minimum deposits. Need financing? CACL Financial offers business loans of all kinds and merchant services too. CACL Financial, business banking the way it was meant to be. That's why we've been voted the best bank in Schuylkill County in the Reader's Choice Poll for the fifth consecutive year. Call 570-628-2400 to learn more or online at CACLFCU.org. Like us on Facebook. A better business banking relationship is just one step away at CACL Financial. Member NCUA Equal Housing Lender.
5: Grocery shopping isn't the most enjoyable thing on your to-do list, but one visit to Bee Gees Value Markets will make you smile and your wallet happy. Bee Gees, where freshness, quality, and service are number one. This week's specials include Purdue Oven Stuffer Roasters, $1.18 a pound, 81% lean ground chuck, $3.68 per pound. Bee Gees Store-Made baked ham is just $3.98 a pound. Boneless Pork Chops, only $2.78 a pound at Bee Gees. Fresh green beans, plum tomatoes, or green peppers, all 98 cents per pound. Two pints of fresh blueberries, five bucks. Beachy's Bakery features fresh baked ranch rolls, eight for a dollar eighteen. 32 ounce Gatorade, 98 cents. Kellogg's Pop Tarts 208. Country Croc Spread 178. Red Baron Pizza 2.98. And Peter Pan Peanut Butter 198. Bee Gee's Value Markets. Minersville, Pine Grove, Jonestown, and Millersburg. Giving you the best. Open 7 a.m. till 9 p.m. daily. Specials good through February 10th. I can't believe we have to make this commercial. It's
0: ridiculous.
5: You'll think it's ridiculous too. Listen to this.
0: This commercial is about, well, it's about parents being rude at
3: high school athletic events.
5: Ridiculous, right? It gets worse.
3: Studies show more than 75% of new high school officials are quitting because of
4: bad adult behavior. So now there's a shortage of refs here in Pennsylvania, in almost all sports. No officials means no more games. Is that what you want for us? Come on,
2: parents.
5: It's time to grow up.
2: Cheer for your team.
5: Be proud of your children.
2: But stop being so ridiculous.
6: And don't make us run another commercial.
2: Because we will. This message presented by the Pennsylvania Interscholastic Athletic Association and the Pennsylvania State Athletic Directors Association, reminding you to always practice good sportsmanship. Welcome back to WPPA Sports
0: Saturday. Don't forget, Crimson Tide basketball on the air right around one fifteen, A one thirty tip tip-off as Lee Heighton comes into Mart's Hall for the regular season finale today. And then we'll follow that up with Penn State men's basketball as the Nittany Lions host the Minnesota Golden Gophers today. 3.30 airtime, 4 o'clock tip-off from the Bryce Jordan Center. John, we're now joined by a man that's no stranger. To having a team move towards the playoffs in the Schuylkill League, Jared Homa from the Minersville Batland Miners joining us on the program. Good morning, Coach.
6: Good morning, guys. How are you?
1: Hey, we're we're great this morning, Jared. And congratulations—I've said it a number of times—this year you guys have put together a, an incredible season. I know you—you you have a very young team and i gotta tell you what uh the way you're playing defense and the way some of your kids shoot it up is great but you're so young and honestly so small tell us how you got here this year jared i didn't get to see any of your games yet but give us a little bit of a review of your season and how these young kids have stepped up
6: yeah uh you know, we are young, uh, that's that's definitely, and small. Uh, we try to use some of that to our advantage, being uh, with, with not having a whole lot of length, we seem to be a, a little quicker than most teams that we play. Uh, honestly, the, the two seniors that we have, Alex Krasnowski, uh really uh, took on the leadership role for us. Uh, she started here for four years now for us. Uh, Takes a lot of pride in, in uh, her work, and Kaylee Whalen uh, devastating knee injury at the end of the season down at Allentown Central Catholic. At, uh, not the end mm-hmm. of the season, at the end of the summertime. Uh, and she's very inspirational for our kids, just being at practice every really day, trying to work hard to get back, just to get a couple of minutes uh, throughout the end of the season. So it's uh, it's been a work in progress with uh, young kids because with with a young team, they're going to go through a, a, a lot of mistakes, a lot of mental breakdowns. Uh, But the one thing that we've gotten the entire season from from them was that that effort that uh, really puts them in the right spots then.
1: Well, absolutely. you only given up 41 points a game in a highly competitive Schuylkill League where some teams put some big numbers on the board on a regular basis. And, you know, I look, Megan Horan at 5'8 is your biggest kid. You know, uh, you said you're young and you're small, Now, most people would look and go, boy, that's gonna be a rough year, but your kids have really come on. I mean, I look at Abigail Adams, just a a sophomore, comes out 56 triples on the year, five foot four, and uh, of course, Alex is only five seven and she kills it from triple land, but talk a little bit about the fundamentals that are necessary for a team this small, not only with speed, but in keeping keeping people off the boards in order to be successful.
6: Yeah, that's the thing. Uh, on the opposite end, Abby uh, is one of the knockdown shooters for us, uh, so we have to do things a little differently because of our size, uh, and, and really uh, you really like to go inside out, uh, but we're not very big, so we have to do it the opposite way. Uh, she's been, uh, just like Alex, one of the knockdown shooters for us the whole year. Megan has really started to come into her own. Uh, she's a tremendous athlete. She plays, uh, even though she's only about 5'7", five, seven, five, seven She uh, she has long arms. She plays uh, a lot bigger than what she is. So we, we sometimes have mismatch problems with, with her that, that we're able to take advantage of. Uh, and, and the one that that has really given us some, some great minutes the whole year, Michelle Hoffler, she really came in, and, and we feed off of her on that defensive end because uh, she's on on the ball pressure on everybody's point guard and uh, really doesn't take a playoff for this entire season. Jared, how is
0: it coming into this season being under the radar with not a whole lot of expectations forwarded towards your team to be in the position now where you're going to be in the semifinals for a Schuylkill League? How has that gone throughout the season with the kids? Have you used that as motivation? Have they just... Played their game and stuck to it game by game. How did this all come together?
6: You know, I think uh, there's a lot of hard work by the kids. Uh, we had a lot of a lot of returners. Even though we were young, we, we had some returners from uh, previous years. Uh, the addition of some of some freshman for us, Caitlin Corey came in and uh, really uh, really controls the boards for us. Uh, Avery Roshak and our first two other freshmen that have, that have come in and really been giving us some positive minutes the whole season. Uh, Avery's a person that, that uh, like Abby and Alex, he come in and uh, stretched the floor out for us a little bit. Uh, so really, it was a, it's been a great team effort so far this season. Yeah,
1: and, and you know, Jared, this is about a program. I mean, I, I wasn't surprised at all. I'm just being straight up with you, man. <laughs> I've seen what you've done program wise and it it goes from seniors to freshmen whether they're on <clears throat> excuse me to varsity jvs and these kids take pride in that program and they want to live up to the standards of what the other kids have done previous to this season and that that speaks volumes to what you and your staff do in convincing kids it is a program and everybody has to contribute.
6: I, I really appreciate that, and it's, uh, it's, it's, it's it comes down to the kids. They, they work so hard uh, with the coaching staff with, that uh, we have here uh, to motivate the kids, put the kids in the right spot. I have great assistant coaches here. And uh, the other thing is with, with the, the kids that graduate, the alumni to come back, uh, that, that will help out in the summertime, and just little conversations that that uh, they give to the kids uh, to, because they're the ones that establish established everything here for us and it's it, 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 it's a standard that really that that they want our current team to live up to and they've uh they've they've really come through not only this year but um leading up to this spot in seventh and eighth grade
0: you know jared let's talk numbers a little bit numbers in the area seem to be down um in, in girls athletics right now how challenging is that for you this season and uh trying to uh build those numbers back up into the program
6: it is, and and it's uh, it's it's an ongoing trend uh, throughout the county. Uh, and I, I think it's 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 uh, I think travel ball and different sports have a lot to do with that. Uh, and I, I think when you when you get to the point where there's a lot of options for for kids now, where a lot of them have uh, personal coaches, whether it be hitting coaches or shooting coaches, or uh, whether it be pitching coach or dribbling coach. Uh, and they're going to focus on one thing, and uh, it's really killing uh, small schools at this point where there's not a lot of athletes, not a lot of numbers in the school to begin with, and then you're limiting yourself with athletes. Uh, but the one thing that I haven't seen yet has been like, one of these individual coaches that focus on defense. I've not, I've not seen anybody paying money to go to an ind- individual coach for any type of defensive stuff, which is very mm-hmm. important for us.
1: No, that and and that's a good point. You know, we had Denny Casper on uh, a couple of weeks ago, and he talked about how tough it is sometimes at the smaller schools because you do have uh, smaller numbers. But it, the program at Williams Valley is very similar to the program at Minersville, where it appears that coaches there in Minersville are willing to share kids, and you got to do that. I mean, the, the, between the softball program and especially the basketball programs, you have to be able to share players to be successful, and you're one of those schools that
6: has been able to pull that off. Yeah, I think that's that's the most important thing, because you could, as, a, as a basketball coach, kids can learn so much from playing the other sports, uh, whether it be uh, using your hand-eye coordination or uh, just being put in t- situations where anxiety might come up in a playoff game of Blue Mountain Softball, where it's a three-two counter, a ground ball hits you, and it's going to relate to basketball. Uh, you know, one—it's—I it, was always brought up the thought was you play as many sports as you possibly can, and it's just going to make you better in everything you do. Uh, so, it, and at small schools, it, it, it is—it's it's very, very important uh, to make sure that you're keeping your athletes here, number one, and that you're sharing the athletes too. Uh, With us, with numbers, uh, you know, uh, we don't complain about numbers at all because we have have the 13 kids uh, that give their heart and soul to us and are really determined to to try to get themselves better, try to get the team better. So uh, those are the 13 kids you want on your team.
0: You know, Jared, it's interesting that you talk about being encouraged to play as many sports as you can. I think that was just to keep you out of trouble. (laughs)
6: <laughs>
1: there it is, ain't it? <laughs> yeah, you know what? That that didn't work, Jared. <laughs> <laughs> That's
6: true.
0: <laughs> you know, as, as the coach of the program, Jared, you're not unfamiliar with what's happening here next week. You're going to Hall. You're going to play in the Schuylkill League semifinal. And, you know, they're the best four teams in the area that get there every year. and But for your kids, they may not be in the experience of this because maybe they were managers at the time or still coming up, looking up to the girls that were there. How do you work a youthful squad to stay within themselves and not get caught up in that big atmosphere?
6: Yeah, that's that's the whole thing. And, and over these years, we've, we've tried to incorporate, uh, bringing the eighth graders over there to keep stats for us just to, so that they get a sense of what it's all about. And after we clinched out of Tri-Valley last week, uh, I, we talked to the kids, the coaching staff did in the locker room afterwards, and we told them, this is, this is the fun part, you're gonna be nervous. There's no mm-hmm. doubt about that. If, if you weren't nervous, you wouldn't care about it. Uh, but it's something that not every, we have the opportunity that not every team in the league does. We're one of four teams that has the opportunity go over there mm-hmm. and really embrace the atmosphere, embrace the crowd. And it's an experience like none other, playing at Mark's Hall in the Schuylkill League playoffs. And and it's something that a lot of kids work for, a lot of coaches work for to get their kids to put their kids in that spot. Uh, but it doesn't always come about. And uh, we've been fortunate because of the hard work that our, that our kids demonstrated uh, that they put themselves in that spot. And, and it, it, it's something that they're going to remember for the rest of their lives.
1: It it is exciting, Jared. I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, Everybody shoots for it. And let's talk a little bit about Tuesday night because your mighty mites are going to go up against a very big, tall, aggressive Jim Thorpe team. But we we mentioned a little bit uh, when Bernie was here with us a couple minutes ago. uh, Jim Thorpe lost the game. They are not now the... Invincible squad that I think a lot of people thought. Tell us a little bit about your preparation because size-wise, now not speed-wise, but size-wise, Jim Thorpe presents a lot of problems at both ends of the floor.
6: Yeah, they present a lot of problems all over the place. They're one through five; uh, they could do it all. They can post up, they could take you off the dribble, they could shoot the ball out from the outside. Uh, they really like to get up and get in transition, and, and Coach Kovac does a, a really nice job of letting his athletes play. Uh, and they, they understand the game so well. Uh, you know, there's there's not a whole lot of, of uh, miscues that you're going to see as the uh, Thorpe team has. And, and uh, just watching the game the other night, the uh, coach Wetzel up at North Google, uh, you know, he always has his kids in the right spot. Uh, so we're going to try and take a, a, a little bit off of uh, some of the games that you've played the whole season. We try to limit their transition points, and uh, no, we're really going to have to box out. And We're going to have to box out Tuesday night.
1: <laughs> you know, you bring that up, and it, uh, every coach always says we got to box out. Sometimes you can do the greatest job in the world yeah. boxing out, and you get some of these kids that are much taller, and it makes it difficult. But talk about, you brought up, Transition. There's no question now. You guys are only giving up like a little over 40 points a game. But in preparation for a game like this against a team that is bigger, that does rebound, and they kick it out like crazy after they get a rebound, do you have to back off a little bit with some of your outside shooters telling them on offense you can't crash the boards as often or we're, we're going to get caught?
6: Yeah, exactly, right. I think uh, it's, uh, it's a huge key that we have to have defensive balance throughout th- throughout the entire game because we can not we have to stay focused on that because uh, Jim Thorpe they're relentless with that. They will get up, they will get get out and run every opportunity that they can. Uh, and with their with their length and with their height, they they do crush the boards too. So, uh, we're just going to make uh, make an effort to make sure that we always have our normal normal roles that we have uh, making sure that we have defensive balance and uh, making sure that we're trying to contest some of those outlet passes.
1: Yeah, and, and you mentioned that they, they have a heck of a defense, too. I mean, you got to come up with control. They're only giving up 34 points yeah. a game. I mean, everybody talks about, wow, they're averaging 62, 63 points a game. They run the floor. I'll tell you, they play some darn good defense, too.
6: Oh, they do, they, and, and they mix it up so well. that they will go from, you know, one, three, one to a two, three, they have a matchup two three they play aggressive man to man. So, uh, they're, they are a complete team. Uh, you know, and it's, it's going to be a four or five days of preparation for them. Uh, so we're going to try and cover every angle. Uh, but it's, uh, it's going to be a challenge. Uh, but I think our kids are up to it.
1: Oh, there's, there's no question in my mind. Dan, you know, I, I kid when, The coaches who come on here, who are very successful, you you all have it written down the same way, Jared. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's not about me. It's always about the kids. But I got to tell you, you guys have molded kids over long periods of time. And uh, the great coaches always give the greatest credit to the kids. But they don't get there unless they have somebody at the top and assistants who demand certain things and teach certain things in order to have that ongoing success and you are one of those guys
6: yeah and i'll tell you what and uh, the the assistant coaches they do a tremendous job for us keith adams uh robbie kimmel's been uh, with me for a long time and becky evans this year uh who came in and she's just done such a tremendous job at the junior high level with our kids mm-hmm. uh becky's intensity her knowledge of of the game. I don't have to go on about how, how good of a basketball player she was. Uh but she's really taken that the guards for us and has really taken taking those kids to the next level.
1: I, I and I love that because every every successful team has that assistant coach that very often specializes in an area, whether it's rebounding or playing the post on offense or running an offense from the guard position. And that is what makes you successful and when a person can pull those kids aside individually and show them all the things that they learned that made them successful.
6: Yeah, and, and uh, Becky coming in, uh, the kids remember when she played, they know how tough of a competitor she was and, and where her where her skill level was. and. It, it, it's, a, it's, a very, it's a big benefit to have someone that, that the kids know, that the kids watch play, that they know how good that she was, and to have her impart that on her kids, and, and they just lip, uh, listen to her, you know, big eyes, and, and, and really, she's, she's so uh, precise with everything that she does, and our, our kids just feed off of that.
0: Well, Jared, we are happy that you're back in the skookooing path, and we're thankful that you joined us this morning. We're up against the uh, clock here, so uh, we will see you on Tuesday.
1: Okay, guys. Thanks a lot. You bet. Good luck, Jared. Thanks, Jared.
6: Thank you. Yep. Take care.
0: You too. There you have it, John. Jared Homa joining us on the program this morning to talk about his mighty mites, as you've now officially dubbed them. The Batland Miners of Minersville on their way to face Jim Thorpe in the nightcap Tuesday night of the girls' semifinal. You'll hear it here and also on T-102. And also we'll be streaming games on both websites at WPPARadio.com and also T-102radio.com. Back to wrap up the program right after this on AM 1360, 106 FM. Also WPPARadio.com and catch us on the podcast at anchor.fm.
6: Gears Dairy on the Tumbling Run Road is the county's oldest full-service family-owned dairy. Gears prides themselves on their high standards and offers quality produced milk products as well as orange juice, fruit drinks, and their very own popular iced tea. Make Gears a name you invite into your home every day. Look for Gears products in your favorite supermarket or convenience store. Gears Dairy on the Tumbling Run Road, the county's oldest full-service family-owned dairy, always committed to excellence. Sands Ford of Pottsville reminds you: don't get in the doghouse this Valentine's Day. Remember the sweets for your sweetie, and don't forget the sweet deals at Sands Ford. Lease a new 2019 Ford F-150 XLT loaded at only $349 per month. This includes remote start, touchscreen, and much, much more. Lease it for only $349 per month. You'll love the best selection of new Fords at Sands Ford of Pottsville, Route 61 South, where. We make it easy. This is stock number F-19635, 39
4: months, 10,500 miles per year. 3670 do its signing with qualifying credit. Offer ends 229-2020. You work hard for your money, so don't let the big banks take it away in service fees and charges every month. Bank at CACL Financial, and you'll see the difference. At CACL Financial, not only will you be treated like family, your money will work for you. If you live, work, worship, or attend school in Schuylkill County, CACL Financial has the products and services to meet your personal and business banking needs. People love banking with us so much that we've been voted the best bank in Schuylkill County five consecutive years in the Reader's Choice Poll. At CACL Financial, it's more than checking in savings accounts and CDs or home mortgages, vehicles and home equity loans. CACL Financial meets your needs every day visit our convenient office on West Market Street in Pottsville. Online at caclfcu.org and like us on Facebook. CACL Financial, member NCUA, equal housing lender.
0: Well, John, time flies when you're having fun, doesn't it? Absolutely. And we had a lot of guests today. Yes, we have to thank Bernie Forgotch, Joey Shimo for helping us Take a look at that Skooka League tournament coming up next week at Martell. We also have to thank Jared Homa for joining us on the program this morning to talk about the Minersville, Batland Miners Girls program and what's going on there. And don't forget, you and I have to head to Martell. We have a uh, tip-off scheduled for 1.30 today. Lee Heighton in town. That'll be on WPPA as well as WPPAradio.com. And also Penn State men's basketball coming up with a 3.30 airtime, 4 o'clock tip-off. The 22nd-ranked Lions host Minnesota today at the Bryce Jordan Center. But we'd also like to thank our fine sponsors, including CACL Financial, voted the number one lending institution for the past five years. Why is that? Because you won't find a better fiduciary relationship anywhere. Also, BG's Value Markets. Four convenient locations to serve you in Pine Grove, Millersburg, Jonestown, and Minersville. If their meat was any fresher, John, you'd have to slap it. And also, Gears Dairy. Schuylkill County's oldest full-service family-owned dairy along the Tumbling Run Road in Pottsville. From whole milk to skim milk, the full line of dairy products and delicious iced tea and juice products to get you started.